Here we got an email from Musa, and Musa's email says, um, please make time to talk about moves, and in brackets he's put enlarged male breasts uh, on your show. So we decided to put it then in um, this health and wellness conversation that we usually keep for Thursdays. And he goes on to say, I'm a 27-year-old man. My breasts started growing in my mid-teens, and since then I've tried all sorts of things. I gym like a demon. Um, and I lose weight everywhere else except for there. I've strapped them back. I wear vests and jerseys over a shirt just to layer up, um, just to feel more confident. But I know the truth. It has also made intimacy almost impossible. I've been single for four years. Please help. So, um, moobs, yes, is a colloquial, uh, term to refer to male boobs, I hate the term boobs, but male breasts, um, and as Musa says, that um, uh, those that are enlarged. So we've invited Dr. Carol Ben, who is a breast cancer expert, to talk to us about what is happening, what is happening within the male body, the male physique, um, and uh, of course, the impact that that would have on, on anyone's self-confidence. But is this something that you're dealing with? Are you a guy, um, or maybe you're in a relationship with someone who uh, feels the same way that Musa does about uh, um, they they male breasts. We'll take your calls on zero one one eight eight three zero seven zero two three one seven zero two for your SMSs and then your WhatsApps and voice notes, of course, on zero seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. Doctor Ben, it's lovely to have you back hey, on the show. Good to chat always. Shame, I feel so sorry for that young man. It I is know. Such, you just give him my number afterwards. Yeah. Um, because. A lot of the medical aids don't pay for it, but we can sort him out. We can sort it out at Helen Joseph. So the thing is, guys and girls, we both have boobs. Mm. And when we reach the age of 13, usually what happens due to stimuli and estrogen, we grow boobs. Some of us don't. And um, guys are not supposed to, but often you, they see what they call stonies. You know, as they become teenage boys and they get these little male breast developments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go and sometimes they don't. So we should start off with what causes it. Should we do that? Yes, yes. All right. So most of the time it's physiological, which means it's just part of development. Mm. problem is once you have the stimulus of the tissue, it often doesn't go away. It can go away, but it doesn't have to go away. But the concerning causes which you can change, the modifiable ones, mm-hmm. are we tell guys, please stay away from anabolic steroids. Mm. It gives you boobs and small testes. So it may give you big muscles, but it also gives you big boobs and small testes. Stay mm-hmm. away. Okay. So steroids are... Okay, no, no. yeah. Okay. The next thing is alcohol. Excessive alcohol consumption can do it. Mm-hmm. So anything where the secondary estrogens are not broken down properly in the liver. We always say people pick up a bit of weight, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. secondary estrogen, they can get breast development. Um, and then guys must watch, sometimes they can have underactive thyroids or hormonal conditions. Right. Rare. The, so the commonest cause is physiological. Dacha is another big problem. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Broken down secondary in the liver. And then... Really, there are things like testicular tumors and unusual rare causes. And remember, men can get breast cancer. Yes. That's usually a hard lump um, on one side. Mm-hmm. So gynecomastia male breast is the correct term. Male breast development can be unilateral or bilateral. So I don't want all the guys who think they've got a little bit of breast development to think, oh, my golly, I've got breast cancer. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's a very small percentage of men 
to get breast cancer and gynecomastia per se is not a risk for getting breast, breast cancer. cancer. Yes. So usually what we do is we see the young men, mm-hmm. ARVs as well, so guys on ARVs, we see them developing male breasts. Mm-hmm. We always say don't stop your medicines, let your doctors do routine bloods, let them do what we call a chest wall, an ultrasound, and if they've got lots of tissues, we can even do a mammogram. We don't like little fine needles to find out what it is because often it comes back as abnormal. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes, if it's painful, use a medicine called tamoxifen, which is an anti-cancer medicine, um, to decrease the size and the pain. Mm -hmm. If the breasts get big and significantly big, the best way to manage it is surgically, and it always must be done in a specialist unit because the male... Nipple areolus sits a little higher, and you don't want to land up with no nipple and areolus. So you don't want to replace yeah. a, a moob, a male breast, yeah. with a really ugly aesthetic result. So that must be managed in specialist units. Right. Oh, so much to ask. I didn't expect the range of causes to be that varied. Mm, absolutely. Sure. I mean, from ARVs to, to marijuana to, to steroids and also to just the physiological, natural functioning sure, of the body. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, So, because he says in this um, in the email that yeah. he works out, hoping yeah. that uh, the the weight loss would impact the no. size of of, of the breast no. as well. No, so I don't know. You know, as girls, we find the same thing. We think, oh, we've got such big breasts. We're going to go to gym. We're going to train. All you're doing is training your pecs and you training your booty and you training your this, but your boobs stay the same size. Right. They may droop, but they stay the same size. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was never going to help. No. Wow. So what kind of interventions then, if we look at uh, they're there now, does stopping the steroidal use, um, will it reverse it? Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. So we can put them on this, um, what we call selective estrogen modulator. It's not an anti-hormone, so they're not going to grow a girl hair or do something like that. Mm. And that helps with the pain. And in very small early gynecomastia it can sometimes cause it to subsize get smaller Mm -hmm. but once it gets bigger than a certain size like a b cup it usually doesn't go away and then come specialist unit okay a lot of the medical aids don't pay for it i'm sure i can have a run of of young men and old men at helen joseph with absolute pleasure i've just finished (laughs) there and um we can assess people and help them out uh, uh, I know you want to help, but you don't know what you're inviting. You just might be. It doesn't matter. So it would be nice people. to see 50 men in the clinic. We do see men. Yeah. I see about. I think today the clinic was about 150, 60 people, and about 10 of them were men. Mm. So, what is it about alcohol, though? What happens with the alcohol that stimulates this growth? Um, so the thing is, alcohol gets broken down secondary, secondary estrogen de- um, in the liver. So if you're having continuous or large supplies of it or drinking every day, mm-hmm. not counteracting it with exercise, what you can do is get male breast development. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it's the same thing we worry about alcohol and breast cancer risk in women, mm-hmm. causing the tissue to develop. So it's the secondary, the ugly estrogens, let's call them that. Mm-hmm. So technically, if you're going to have a drink or a beer or two, go for a run. <laughs> uh, before, not after, the beer. after. <laughs> before, okay, before. okay. Uh, just to, okay, okay. Uh, just to help with the the processing, the liver's processing of yeah, the, the, the liver breakdown. The liver is your. Let's say your liver is where you liver and kidneys is where you process your waste. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. they're your big factory to sort out waste. 
and things get moved out and moved along and some of the breakdown products have different effects in different places of our body. Right. Now, um, the, 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 the other things, the result or the impact on self-confidence, oh. you know, Musa talks about that saying it's very difficult to be intimate as a result. I mean, going as far as strapping them just to press them <clears throat> down uh, to make them less visible. I'm absolutely honest and welcome to access phone this come see mm. you know the thing is besides enjoying every day and realizing we must really enjoy each day okay to have to feel good about yourself is so important to have a healthy sense of self-esteem mm-hmm. and i think sometimes i often talk when i talk to the medical students i think men in a group particularly guys you know a girl can hide in a change room and go put her costume on or do something but it's very Uncomfortable guys don't usually climb into the toilet to change. Then guys automatically think, no. oh. so you go to do, they automatically feel targeted, both by girls and guys. And you know, you just got to feel good about your body. We must fix what we can fix, accept what we can't. So mm. we need to be in reason. So in other words, if he's got a minimal bit, if I look at him and I see him topless and I go, wow, nice bod, mm. then you know that it's no different from me fussing about my weight when actually I'm a size 32. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Then it's yes. like, hold on a minute. Yes. Really? Okay. Mm. So we need to have a good assessment of what's sensible and not sensible. Mm. But if you take his top off and you think, gee, those are bigger than mine, then you realize that this is going to affect this guy's self-confidence. Yes, because there are cases of body dysmorphia where you don't see the reality. Absolutely, yes. Mm. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue more with uh, Dr. Carol Bain, a breast cancer expert. And this afternoon, we're talking about uh, enlarged male breasts. Um, I think, as she said, gynecomastia. So what, what have you experienced? Are you a man? Have you observed or are concerned about the size of your breasts? We know that these conversations can often be very difficult for men to to uh, engage in uh, but we have one of the country's leading experts on this question so we'll take your calls there are options there are treatments available 11 uh, for your sms's and your whatsapps on 072-702-1702 we're talking health and wellness this afternoon and the focus is on uh, male breasts especially when they start to enlarge based on uh, an email that we received from Musa. and we're joined by dr carol ben who is a breast cancer expert and she's given us some of the reasons as to why uh, male breasts could potentially enlarge. Um, so what questions do you have? What's been your experience? We're taking your calls on 011-883-0702. We've received a WhatsApp, um, Carol, and um, yeah. and it says, I've been mildly concerned about my enlarging breasts. I just put it down to age because I'm 39 and 40 is creeping. Um, my girlfriend even asked me, are you starting to chase my D? cup laughingly so um and he says goes on to say that he didn't realize that there could be underlying uh, medical issues absolutely so you go and see your gp i mean i've got a very sensible handout of sensible not expensive tests people can do just to make sure you're safe mm. and then we take it from there okay but no it's not normal 39 is young and we want to see nice looking trained 
bodies at 39 Mm -hmm. and make sure that people are healthy and fine. Right, so there could be something. And what about in children? Because, you know, we we often talk about obesity in children, which can also bring about the enlargement of the breast tissue. So I see a lot of young boys, um, 9, 10, 11, who their parents bring them to see me. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same thing. I see some unusual things. So usually sometimes around birth and when moms are breastfeeding, you often see little babies where they've suddenly got almost like a little boob development and that's often due to estrogens in the mom's milk and it settles over time. The secret is anyone under the age of 16, in fact at all, no one should put needles into the breast, no doctors, no GPs, no nothing, okay? Under the Um, age of 16? But in fact, not at all. I'll say okay. you, you have sonars done because mm-hmm. what happens is sometimes doctors want to needle and cut and I've seen them do it on little babies. Mm-hmm. And they get either little abscesses or little breast bud development and then that prevents particularly in girls from the breast developing as they get older. Right. So, oh yes, I mean, I, I saw a youngster today, a three-year-old with significant breast development and it's usually normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but in some occasions, we check things out, okay? Mm. So the fact of the matter is if you're worried, you see a specialist, you remember, or a doctor, or a GP, but remember it's your body. I think the big message I have for people, mm-hmm. what your doctor says must make sense. No one should ever be rushed into surgeries or operations or expensive investigations, mm. and you're entitled to second opinions. We want people, I love these shows, mm. because we're educating people about their bodies, and we're also empowering them that it's their body, not the doctor's. Right. And uh, from so a we, young age, we need to and, be aware I of mean, that. I mean, obesity is not great. So what do I say? You can never outrun your fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly. This is me. Oh, God, I had a donut. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, that's the first step. And the second step is... Um, Remember to exercise. Exercise accounts for about 20 to 25% of weight loss. It's about calories in and calories out. It doesn't really matter what you put in your mouth, okay? Mm -hmm. It's better if you put healthy things in that burn slower, but if you're going to have that little soda is costing you almost all your daily calories. Wow. Okay. Um, There's a WhatsApp that says, I'm listening to Dr. Carol Ben. I need her intervention. I'm on medical aid. Do I qualify to see her? Uh, Mine is definitely alcohol linked. That's how this person feels. (laughs) Okay, absolutely. And I don't don't like, I always say I don't go on the radio to to receive patients. I'm always fussy that if you're on a medical aid, you just tell it goes, must go through your medical aid. It mustn't be private rate or Mm -hmm. anything. But, okay, Mm -hmm. If, if there are things related to, we can always help or let your doctors know, you know, make, make medicine easily accessible and education for people. And oftentimes the medical aides don't pay for gynecomastia surgery. They consider it um, um, elective and aesthetic, which yeah. I really don't think it is. I mean, you, you saw how, how to affect this gentleman. Mm. I will always do it at, at um, Head & Joseph for the patients, you know, yeah. help the fundamental human right but with absolute pleasure they can contact the center uh, often because i'm in government monday to friday eight till three mm. i will con- often consult on the weekend so for people to come in well maybe it's time for medical is to also review some of the things they cover as the world changes you know the needs are, i hear are that changing. but remember their businesses yes they're not yes. there to aid you <laughs> they're there to aid you <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and then another one says please ask the doctor i have man boobs but don't drink uh, and i 
don't smoke. Yeah. What can be the possible <clears throat> reason? I guess he was listening to some of those. Absolutely. And so if you don't fit in any of the causes, it could well be physiological. Mm. We often just check a few hormonal blood tests, liver function tests, thyroid, and your GPs can do that, or we can do it through one of the government hospitals. And if there's no cause, it's called physiological. Physiological is a clever way just to say it's your body doing it, right. and medically we're too dumb to work out exactly what it is. All right. Oh. And, of course, the last resort, not the last, but one of the resorts would be to have that surgery. Absolutely. And, oh, you know what I was going to say? In some of the small ones that are soft, you can liposuck them. You can suck up the fat. Ah. Okay. Well, yeah. But surgery is not the be-all, the end-all. It's not the answer to everything. Mm. And every surgery comes with a potential price. You've got to go over complications, risk benefits, always. Mm. You don't want to land up with a tiny man boob and then you have an operation and you've got what, it, what we call a donut deformity where your nipple is stuck to your chest and you take oh, your shirt off and everyone right. goes, okay. look at that. Uh-huh. So go to the right people, the experts. Yeah, but also remember that not everything needs an operation. Okay. Right. Um, there's another question that says, does vitamin B supplements, do vitamin B supplements yeah. increase your breasts as you continue to take them? No. No relation. They make, so they don't make your breasts bigger. Okay. So um, sometimes if people are on hormone supplementations, they can make your breasts bigger, but not vitamin B. Fantastic. We use vitamin B in evening primrose for breast pain as a first Protocol, okay, mm. but that's about it on vitamin B. It's been lovely chatting to you always. as always. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, you take care. Have a wonderful day. You I too. Really love your show. Thank okay. you. Bye. That's Dr. Carol Ben, breast cancer expert. She's always such a great person to turn to on these questions, um, and just a dedication and devotion. She loves what she does. <laughs> she absolutely loves what she does. So um, that is a sense, a picture of what could be bringing about the enlargement of male breasts.